This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with Forgiveness is Proclaimed to You, Turning to the Gentiles, Signs and Wonders, We Are Men, and Through Many Tribulations. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordindoors.org or your favorite podcast provider.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you in your heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We just Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, though we do not deserve your goodness, still you provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may acknowledge your gifts, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading is from Isaiah chapter 55. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you, because the Lord your God and because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. This is the word of our Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Now when Jesus heard about the death of John, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. And when he, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. 
And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. This is the gospel of our Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. A few weeks ago, we heard in the gospel reading the account of the disciples of John coming to Jesus with the question, are you the one, the one who is to come, or should we look for another? And you remember, of course, Jesus' response, well, tell John what you see. I am the one, the one who heals the sick, who raises the dead, who gives the lame the ability to jump up and walk, the blind sight and the deaf hearing. I am the one. Much has transpired since that event, and we hear at the beginning of today's text just a very simple little point. Now, after the death of John, John is no more because of Herod's rage, because of his wife's jealousy. And so Jesus mourning the loss of his friend, his relative, his forerunner, goes to a desolate place, as we must all sometimes when the time comes for mourning and struggle. And yet, the crowds will have none of that, will they? They find him. They chase after him. Why? Because, well, they're the sheep that seem to have no shepherd are in search of a shepherd, one who will guide, who will comfort, who will protect, who will give them hope. And so they find Jesus. And of course, he gives as he always does. He gives of himself. He gives the word of life that they might know that this is the one, the one who is to come, the one who has come and who now comes into their midst to give them eternal life. He has compassion on them as would a shepherd, as does our Heavenly Father in giving us this very Son for our salvation. Of course, after that time of teaching, the day is far spent, everybody's hungry. And the disciples quite logically conclude, we need to send them off to find some food quickly before the day ends. We don't have enough to feed them. And yet, those marvelous words of Jesus, and almost an, an understatement that you can pass by, will you give them something to eat? Now, it's been, you know, how many decades, how many centuries, actually, that we've had skeptics in the church questioning all these miracles of Jesus. Ever since the rise of higher criticism, and even before that, of course, Thomas Jefferson with his famous New Testament where he cuts out all these miraculous passages that he's certain Jesus wouldn't have done, etc., etc., you give them something to eat. Well, we have nothing to give them. Jesus, of course, does. But you know, this whole skepticism that our Lord could do such a thing as feeding thousands from just a few loaves of bread and a few small fish, it's not too big for our Lord, is it? This is the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. This is the Lord who can still the raging seas, the Lord who can call forth Lazarus from the tomb, as he will later do in Jesus' ministry, or raise the daughter of Jairus. This is the Lord who holds all things in his hands, 
even as he was as a tiny infant. In one of his Christmas hymns, Luther has this marvelous expression describing how the, that babe who lies in Mary's lap is the one who keeps the stars in the sky spinning in rotation and the planets in their orbits. This little child, now grown, is the same Lord who holds all things in his hand and who gives all things, who gives life itself. For the skeptic who can't imagine that or believe that, well, he's going to have the same problem then with the words of Jesus that we'll hear shortly in our service. Take, eat, this is my body. Drink of it, this is my blood. Yet again, the skeptic's mind can't begin to go there. But faith holds on to the word. Faith holds on to that promise of the Lord who gives of his very self to us. And he will, shortly inviting you forward. Just as in this story, he teaches the people and then he dines with them. So has he done with his church ever since, as the faithful have gathered around that word of life, around Christ himself, have feasted through their ears on the wondrous good news that despite all of our doubts, all of our fears, all that we have done, despite it all, he is the compassionate Lord who still beckons us to come, who beckons us to sit down, who beckons the disciples, here, hand out what seems to be a meager feast to one that is more than satisfying, that produces an abundance beyond what the 5,000 plus can eat. And so he does for you as he brings you forward to receive yet again a wondrous miracle that with his very simple words, we receive Jesus, his body, his blood, so that we might already have that foretaste of what will be the joyous feast for all eternity, when no more will there really be preaching because there will be no call to repentance in eternity, but only the presence of Christ, which we will enjoy, where that compassion of God will be made plain to us all and we will have nothing but eternal alleluias and hosannas to proclaim to this one who in his humanity could mourn the death of John and yet Son of God could bring life to those people in that moment but to the whole world, including you. So rejoice in the Lord's gifts to you, the feeding that he provides you, the life that he has won for you, in the name of Jesus.
our prayers, we remember the family of the Reverend Thomas Eggold Sr., who has died in Christ. Mindful of God's mercy, let us approach him in all confidence that our dear Father will hear us for the sake of his, and for the sake of his Son work all things together for our good. For peace in our time, for deliverance from every evil of body and soul, and for a decrease of anger and hatred, let us pray to the Lord. For the church and her faithful witness to Jesus our Savior, for the holy ministry and those who are called to serve in it, and for joy in our mutual service toward one another, let us pray to the Lord. For attentive ears and open hearts that are ready to receive the word of life. For hungry souls that wait to be fed the bread of heaven. And for faith that confidently rests in God's promised salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For a government that serves and protects all of its citizens. For leaders who speak the truth and act accordingly and for communities that thrive in a spirit of cooperation, let us pray to the Lord. For the sick and dying, for the medical arts and all those who care for the infirm, for those adversely affected by severe weather, for comfort and peace as death draws near, and for all who mourn, including the family of Thomas, as together we await the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ, let us pray to the Lord. For all these petitions and whatever else you know that we need, gracious Father, grant us for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us, to you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
As often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. O Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, you lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in Peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout all of our days of, of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all of your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.